Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of How to Scale a Business. I'm on with the Douglas Stone of Meta Media Training International. They work with businesses to provide innovative custom training and media solutions. It could include virtual reality solutions, could include mobile app solutions, all sorts of things. So happy to have you on the show, Doug. Lucas, a pleasure. Let's appreciate you. it. So, Doug, what is it that you do if you had to explain it to me as a third grader? Like, how do you help people on a very <laughs> fundamentally simple level? I'm going to I'm gonna explain it to you as a second grader. I'm going to even go down a level. Um, sometimes I even, I uh, lay in bed at night going, what do I do? Um, <laughs> but uh, but Metamedia is a, a kind of a full service training company. So our DNA is really founded in uh, the tenets of, adult learning theory and instructional systems design, which you know is a, a, a performance-based uh, learning and training. Um, however, our company is very unique in that uh, we are a full solutions provider um, and we cross the commercial sector to the private sector to government grants. But the most interesting thing that we do is we kind of play with new and emerging technologies to deliver training mixed with the bent of uh, intense creativity. So for example, right. um, <clears throat> one example would be uh, typically for training, uh, you may do OSHA training, which you know, of course is compliance for construction. So the typical training program might involve hiring a crew, you know, shooting, scheduling the crew, going to the, sh setting up your shots, uh, using subject matter experts, positioning them, filming, uh, a creative way that we approached it was we actually hired a, a graphic artist from uh, Marvel Comics, oh, who wow. in turn created um, panels, artistic panels uh, mm -hmm. that, uh, of a job site, right? And um, then we used motion graphics to kind of bring those panels to life. So in a way, what we did was we kind of came up with something creative. We right. also, to a certain extent, save the customer money because we didn't actually have to go on site. And, right. um, you know, this particular program actually became so successful. It was called uh, Fundamentals of Safety Leadership that oh, wow. it um, was adopted by OSHA. So conversely, in terms of training, um, and again, just something talking about innovation. And this was, uh, Lucas, a learning experience for me, right? Because I was really excited to do this. Uh, recently, we just shot our full first-blown uh, virtual reality 360 program. Mm. Um, and for me, it was really a learning experience because if you're familiar with VR, it, it basically employs a camera that has a 360 kind of lens. Right. The lens is tethered. So, you know, <laughs> if, you're, if, you're, if you're used to, as I am, I was a TV director uh prior to, to uh, you know, working for Metamedia, you know, yeah. you, you're in a, you, your thought approach to, to shooting video is very much more limited. I mean, your shot selection, you know, you point the camera, people come in and out of the camera, right? With standard, uh, with standard videography. With the 360, it was really interesting because, you know, you have to park that camera and basically you have to find a place to hide, you know, so, right. because, <laughs> So, and then you really have to think about not only what's going in front of you, behind you, and, you know, all around you. 
Right. And the, the most other thing that's really interesting thing is, you know, the incorporation of stereoscopic sound. Sound is really important because it provides audio cues. So yeah. uh, for this particular program, uh, we were, uh, we, we kind of re-engineered uh, a hazmat situation in which a tanker truck uh, was run into by a van with victims mm. <clears throat> on a highway. We employed here in Maryland, uh, uh, Frederick Fire and Rescue and the police. So we actually had full responders and turnout gear show up. We oh, wow. staged the area uh, basically to create a hazmat leak. And the hazmat leak is basically, you know, all these trucks that carry chemicals have placards. Right. So you have to, so the, the, the program that we, again, because we have a training that was focused on uh, decision-making, uh, critical decision-making for firefighters in a hazmat right. situation. So the <clears throat> technique that I wanted to employ, Lucas, was innovative because um, what I wanted to do was put firefighters in a 3D immersive environment where, unlike the traditional video method, they basically show up uh, wearing an Oculus, which is a wearable, or something as simple as Google Cardboard, which of course is a uh, wearable uh, put out by Google that's like a 695 uh, piece of cardboard that you can open up and actually stick your um, iPhone or Android phone in and have a, a, a very immersive experience as well. Right. So, um, but so basically, uh, you know, it's critical decision making. And it was really interesting. And we're just in the process of bringing it all together in the editing process. So uh, to come full circle back to your question, our company employs um, instructional systems design with, with training. And one other thing, we were one of the first companies in the country, I think, to actually uh, employ uh, mobile learning. Uh, for Marriott, we created a series of customer services training. And at the time, if you recall, when Blackberries were king, uh, pilots were king. Yeah. Phones just didn't have the bandwidth, Lucas. You know, right. to 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 do what we're doing now, which we take for granted. You know, everything's on our phone. Uh, Fifteen years ago, that was not the case. So we took we worked with Sony and um, created uh, the training on Sony Place portable PlayStations. You know, those little portable. Oh yeah, no, I play a lot of video games. Yeah, yeah, and our office was like you know that movie. Um, uh, uh, sorry, movie in that episode in Star Trek where all the troubles are. All around. Yeah, yeah. We had like I don't know 500 playstations in sockets, you know, charging <laughs> in our office. So we were, you know, wow. in the middle of the night swapping SIM cards in there. It was quite a bit. And look how far we come, come today. Wow. You know, it's it's uh it's interesting to hear you talk about all this. I mean, you guys, you've been doing. I looked at your LinkedIn. You've been doing this for um, two decades now. Um, how do you guys see sort of the future of the company and sort of what kind of projects you want to work on this year right. going forward? Okay. So uh, I think um, two things that still interest me. I still think that we, that's a really good question for me. I'm very, still very much interested in continuing to do VR. Uh, yeah. I think the price point of the units are down and I think, um, you know, uh, it's something that can be very powerful. 
um, in our training community, we one of the tenants that we do is we not only employ the training, but we also have to validate it and test it. Right. So we we you know for this particular endeavor, we won a grant to do this through NIEHS. Oh wow! So our company has successfully garnered um, a lot of grants over the years. I think we were one of the few companies to actually. Uh, I don't know if you're familiar with an SBIR grant, but we were one of the few companies to actually get phase three, which is a million dollars from the U.S. government to develop a app for teenage girls on uh, teen pregnancy. So if you're familiar with SBIRs, they come in phases. The government actually pays people, if you're listening out there, if you have a great idea, submit it. Phase one is typically proof of concept, $150,000. Uh, then phase two, they give you some money to build it. And phase three, you can build it out uh, completely. Interesting. Um, so to answer your question, uh, I, I see I see the future a little bit more in terms of VR and, of course, machine learning and artificial intelligence. Um, uh, being able to integrate training with critical decision making that can be integrated with AI to uh, kind of expedite um, training and thought right. processes to th- move things forward, if that makes That's sense. That's really interesting. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I know that uh, for a business that does a lot of innovative stuff, you definitely could apply for different types of financing from the government. We might actually get uh, an R&D uh, credits for this upcoming year uh, mm-hmm. because of the software development that we're doing. And it's a pretty lucrative thing, actually, uh, if we can do it. Like, we'll be able to develop a lot more than we would have otherwise. So we're pretty excited about that. And, you know, I think it's cool to hear somebody else getting uh, uh, financing from the government to work on really cool, innovative projects. So very, yeah, think, very interesting there. Yeah. I mean, I think it's important for your audience to know that, you know, the government does offer a lot of different grants. Um, you know, it's like anything else. What they're looking for typically is the innovation. And these grants, they just don't get rubber stamped. Usually they go before a committee, they're evaluated. And because there's such limited money, um, you know, uh, not all of them get through. But if you have a really good idea and you have a really good innovation, there is a likelihood that you could uh, potentially get funded for a phase one all the way through the complete uh, you know, build out of your, of your concept and it's yeah. all on the government, you know, yep. which is a good thing. What, do you mind really tipping your hand, Lucas, and saying what software you, you develop or you would prefer not? To yeah. Develop? So, um, we, so I'm, I'm, I'm the main developer on the project, but, uh, I have already been building a software that we have over a thousand users on the platform. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just the one through our website, twist.io, but I want to, uh, move to version three and a couple of the criteria they asked for in the R and D credits are like, how is this going to actually improve your business? How is it going to be like innovative? How is it going to be different? Can you provide like mm-hmm. the schematics and everything? And so we're actually doing that right now, providing everything. Uh, but this new version is it, we're going to actually release for free. Uh, and it's going to be something that I hope people can use uh, for free to track and manage different business referrals. Uh, I know it's kind of like a little more boring than like a really cool science project, but it's actually a huge issue for a lot of uh, service businesses because you have Mm -hmm. all these people sending you referrals 
and you don't even know how to like manage or track where they're coming from. Right. And uh, when you talk to like any business owner who's been around for longer than a year, um, mm. they'll tell you that most of their business comes from referrals. So it's like, if that's where all the business comes from, how come there's no way to actually track all of that information easily? Uh, mm. There are a lot of ways to do this in the SaaS space, like lots. But mm. for if you're a service provider and right. your business a little less techy and it's more just like referrals from people who've been in business for a while and they may not use all the high-end software, like there's not really a market for helping people track those. And so even if nobody uses it, you know, I'm still going to use it because it's going to be helpful for me <laughs> and uh, it's going to help my business make more money, which is one of the criteria that uh, they, they try to ask with the credits and stuff. So, well, I, I, I would encourage, you know, maybe people to check it out. Um, obviously if there's utility, uh, these things sometimes organically seem to get adopted, you know, just like open source, yeah. open source software uh, gets uh, used a, uh, a tremendous amount. Um, yeah. we, use, we use open source to develop, you know, learning management systems, which I'm sure you're familiar with LMS. Yeah, I was gonna say LMS is, I mean, it's kind of, you guys are kind of like a jack of all trades, it seems. You guys do a lot of cool, interesting projects. Um, the LMS stuff is very interesting and actually kind of as like a final point there, because I think that's a good mm -hmm. note to end on, where uh -huh. can people reach out to you to find uh, you if they want to work with you or if they have a LMS they're trying to build? What's the right kind of client that you want to work with and things like that? Sure. Well, if you have uh, any training need whatsoever, uh, we've worked with NASA, we've worked with Marriott, we work with sheet metal workers. Uh, we run the gamut. We are, uh, you know, because we employ instructional systems design, we know how to develop and sequence training for adults. Uh, so we cross different sectors. We cross different uh, platforms. So, you know, we do a lot of e-learning. We do a lot of blended learning that might include stand-up instruction uh, as well. We develop large curricula. Uh, we've developed, you know, um, hundreds of hours of uh, training for the, the sheet metal and the industry and the trades. Um, yeah. So if you'd like to find me or find Metamedia, please yeah. uh, email me at uh, dstone, Doug, dstone at metamediausa.com. And our website is www.metamediausa.com metamedia training sorry <laughs> that's awesome and uh what kind of size of clients do you typically want larger businesses or is this uh smaller projects or no i mean we run all we we go from uh, projects that really range from like thirty thousand dollars all the way up to you know hundreds of thousands sometimes to to a million yeah. Um, so if you have a training need, um, we'd be interested in, you know, in speaking with you. And, and the most important thing is I think that the thing that we, we like to come up with is, uh, to make it interactive and to make it creative and to yeah. consider, you know, the right technology that works for your target audience. <clears throat> That's 
fantastic. That's fantastic. Well, thank you so much, Doug, for being on the show. For everybody who's listening, Doug Stone has been in business for the last two decades, providing incredible experiences in the e-learning space and also working with the U.S. government, for example, to provide big projects that make a difference, for example, with teenage uh, pregnancy and things like that. So it's very great to have you on the show, Doug. I really appreciate it. If anyone wants to reach out to him, go to Metamedia. Uh, USA.com, MetamediaUSA.com, and uh, hope that some people hit you up about this. Thank you so much, Doug. Appreciate it. Lucas, thank you. You make me you you're building me up. Uh, you make me have lots of experience. I feel like I should be holding onto my walker before I leave. <laughs> 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 All right. Hey, it's good though. It's good. That's awesome. All right. Well, All right thank buddy. you. We'll, we'll take care. Thank you for the opportunity. Yep. Thanks.